listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 3, Love and Rocket. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? And Pete Woodward. That's me. And with us today is Sarah Eisenhart. Hello, Hello. Sarah. Officially a three-peat. Yes. Welcome back, Sarah. It's a three-night stand. <laughs> Over several months. Yeah. I mean, it does, it's not like, it's not a thing. It's just something that happens it's, every yeah, once in yeah. a while. The next time we take your measurements for the jacket, okay. five timers. <laughs> as long as it's not green. Yeah, we probably need to get, we, we have a lot of plans we <laughs> followed through on. We, we don't had, do anything. We had merch ideas and live show stuff, and it's, mm-hmm. everybody's been real busy. Uh, I understand that. But everybody has time to watch a 22 and a half minute episode of Futurama once almost every week. Lucky you. Yeah, I had to. It was tough to squeeze it in this week, but it all worked out. I watched it twice today. Really? Yeah. Look at you with the wow. free time. Were you like <laughs> at work? Um, no, I watched it. I don't know what I was doing. I just watched it twice. Wow. Once in the morning and once after work when I actually took some notes. I get so envious of people with self-directed time. <laughs> I have to like I make sure I sit down and I'm not doing anything when I'm watching the episode just because we're doing this. Um, I tried to fold laundry while I was watching it, but like, I couldn't pay attention enough you're, to like. <laughs> your underwear is very complicated, Tom. There's a lot of straps and buckles involved. At least from what four, I've seen. Four well, folds. trying to put a fitted sheet on the bed with two dogs and a kitten on, on and that wouldn't get off the bed was very difficult. Oh, just complain some more about your <laughs> yeah. adorable pet. You know what you do to get them off the bed? You just say, hey, whatever the animal's name is, get the fuck off the bed in a stern voice, and they'll do it. One of them did. Cats the don't. other one just got up <laughs> and moved to the edge of the bed and laid back down. That's, uh, see, that's. And just, then he like circled and went yeah. around and just kept laying on different parts of the bed. Fuck just, you, Dad. Yeah, just being an asshole for that. I, we can, I, can, I can show you a demonstration after this episode about how to, <laughs> how to get cats how to, get to a move. Cat off a bed. Off of anything. Oh. Um, this was. This was an episode. Um, now, you had requested this a while back, Sarah. So was that do you was. have a particular affinity for this one? I like this one because it's cute and cheesy. <laughs> it's real sappy. Um, but to start everything off with, we're back to the fucked up Jumbotron stuff. It looked like there was a jack-in-the-box clown like trying to poop, and then something else busted through a door and started yelling at it. In a cartoon studio. Is, so it was same same thing as like last time, like the, the weird jazz that. band. Yeah, huh? I think it was what was it the last episode we? Did? So was yeah, the I one cartoon the trying episode. to poop the, uh, for real? Studio one. I could see animators trying to poop at each other. Yeah, for same like thing. Pranks, <laughs> like uh, kind of a jackass thing. Like bathroom humor is pretty standard material. It looked like a poorly drawn Bosco. <laughs> it, it did. Like, that was part of it. I just, I, was it Felix the Cat? No. Yeah, what was it? I it was know. so fast, I, I couldn't... It was like, smashed it, through the wall, like, and like, then I was like... Mm. They weren't even... Um, they were like stick figures almost. Yeah, they were like fully realized. And then the one that was Bosco-esque had like several nubs on its head, but not ears. So maybe they were like hair... No, <laughs> I don't know. Antenna. No, they're pointy. Mm. I it, fuck it. I I just I don't. 
we've only got about 60 more episodes to go and I'm going to make a comment about this on every single one, but I still am after this is our 57th real episode now. Yes. I, I still have yet to watch one of these and just be like, Oh, that makes sense. I get it. <laughs> um, well, the soon to be no more. Really? Yeah. They stopped doing it. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't scare me like that. Um, so uh, this is the third episode of season two and the, the, the excellent graphics continue. Like it feels oh, right like at the beginning with that, like nebula looking. Yeah. Yeah. Background and, and a couple yeah. other ones throughout this episode, but it seems like they, at the end of the last season and then the beginning of this one, like it's absolutely stepped up a notch, which seems interesting considering it got uh, spo uh, spoiled canceled at the end of this season for the first time. So you figure Fox would have been pulling money away or maybe, maybe it was because it got too expensive. No, sure no one watched it because it. it kept moving it. Oh, the yeah. old uh, no time slot time it was yeah. problem. What Fox does with every show, good show that shouldn't be canceled. Well, you know, wasn't the Simpsons on like Tuesdays, wait, like season three or four? Oh, no was, one believes think, me, but I've totally yeah, believed that it, that it was. It was. This it is, was. This isn't a Mandela syndrome thing. This is like I like I remember it being like Sundays and Thursdays for sure. I just don't remember it being on any I other think night. Than when it that. was on the same night as Martin, was when it had been put back from Tuesdays up like back to Sunday nights. I think. I, hmm. It was definitely not always on Sundays, and people think of The Simpsons as like a Sunday night show. Yeah. Well, I think for most of its run, it was, wasn't it? Isn't it still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it was on a different channel at on one it. point. Yeah, it yeah. bounced around, and, and eventually, the, and I mean, now it's a monolith, basically. It's like the Sunday night anchor of Fox. Yeah. <laughs> what, what no else? matter how bad it gets, or not gets. Yeah, I guess there's... I'm not, I'm not debating <laughs> that right now. Yeah, that's, there's other podcasts that talk about that on... Michelle's already made it. I've already case. done it. <laughs> Um, but what I, I didn't, I, so it's hard looking at things with the, you know, the prism of now, but that when Bender is arguing with the ship at the beginning and the ship is like super conservative. Yes. Um, I thought that was funny, but is that supposed to be like a Fox news crack sort of thing? Or was it just like, I, I mean, God, when was the last time people had like an argument like that about art as opposed to like civil rights or healthcare or some shit? Like, well, what was it? There was, I mean, that's been around for a while, right? It's, it's oh, like, the, yeah. Like, I know pornography when I see it. Well, well, that I mean, that goes back way back, but right, like in right. the '80s and '90s, especially. Well, there was what there was. Um, like all the Robert, Piss Robert, uh, Maple that Thorpe, was a huge and thing. said Andre Segovia. No, uh, Segovia. You guys are just <laughs> saying names at the player. same time. No, no, but close. Yeah, it's, it's Andre something. So, that's it. The, like the pepper. When was that? That, uh, that when might, did that, that bad? That when did that bad Metallica album come out? Because he did the cover of that too. Oh, I don't remember it. So it was before that. I have no idea what they're talking about. I, I do. <laughs> I did go to art school, but I don't know what year Piss Christ was done. <laughs> I mean. It sounds like somebody didn't get their money. 
there wasn't some sort of like <laughs> controversial performance art work or something where you just spent like an entire semester talking about Karen Finley. I wrapped myself in aluminum foil and laid out at on the oval at OSU for like three and a half hours for a grade once. <laughs> did you? <laughs> so, did you? Okay, so. I'm trying not to make this too. What was the statement? I, I, or what yeah. was the it was a piece. performance art. Class. I know, but what does that mean? Like, I, there I, has to well, be a meaning behind it. Yeah, because they're all the those girls that lay out in their bikinis on the the oval. So you have to oh. walk between girls laying on the grass yeah. to get to from one class to another because the girls that live in the dorms just want to go out and tan, even if it's like. 60 degrees in early March, they're like, yeah, it's warm. And they go out there and put on their bikinis and lay around. So it was just, I guess, me sort of making fun of them. Where oh, I was okay. like a baked potato and I had like a plate and some forks and stuff. Oh, and, and so <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to get into like a, be a leftover. Like a dirty <laughs> aspect to this. I'm just more like, these are, these are actual questions about logistics. Did you wear anything under the foil or was it just like completely sheathed in foil? I had clothes on under the foil, okay. but I was totally covered in it. I had like a tank top and like shorts on. And then everything went around. So did mm -hmm. you um, use like any sort of adhesive or glue or some kind of like cooking oil either underneath or on top of it? <laughs> I had cooking oil, but I didn't put it on my skin. I, okay. I just like laid it out. So how did you just mold did you use the foil? This was years did ago. you use good Reynolds wrap or did you use cheap? Was it heavy duty? I don't this remember. Store? <laughs> this was like 2009 no, or something, 2008. Uh, yeah, I think it was it was cheap. I did, wouldn't have had the money for Reynolds wrap at that time. So <laughs> then, okay, so I'm gonna assume from neck down covered. But then, what did you do with your face and your hair? I, I covered up from head to toe, like a mummy. Yeah, like an aluminum foil mummy. Yeah. Are there pictures of this? Somewhere. Oh. I don't know. That professor was a creep. Who, oh, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I went there, too, and there was a lot of... We could have our loyal servants, I mean, listeners, <laughs> scour the internet for it. Either that or they could do <laughs> tribute pictures. Or the, Not they that remember kind of me. <laughs> If they remember it happening. There's probably some really weird niche fetish for foil wrap ladies. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, I don't even think that's a probably. Like, you just stated as a given, but what certainly is. Um, so, yeah, okay, so that kind of stuff, like, I, I remember it because I'm old, and I think you're old enough to kind of remember some of the culture wars about stuff like that. Right. But, like, anymore, that, that whole, like, that kind of public discourse would be, so much fun compared to the shit we actually have to argue and fight for now. What was Bender arguing about with the, this ship? They were just the, the what ship. What book did he have? I mean, his Bender's book was like nudes in art or something. Venus de Venus. Yeah. It, it, he was just, he was basically arguing with the ship where the ship was saying, I don't want my tax dollars to fund art that's just dirty filth. And Bender was saying, but you need to have like a national endowment for the arts. I'm sure this is some kind of topical thing based mm -hmm. on what was happening. But um, what year? This is probably 2002, yeah. three. Yeah, beginning of uh, February. So that's all. And I mean, that's still. I mean, that's what uh, Shithead and his buddies are trying to do now: is just gut the funding for the NEA and the NEH because uh, that microscopic percentage of the national budget means something compared to billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of other dollars. 
spent elsewhere. I think we should burn all the art. What about statues that are made of stone? Sorry, Start over. Create new ones. <laughs> Just smash them down. Every art. We don't. We don't. <laughs> we aren't uh, gonna. Uh, uh. Just everything goes, and then we build new stuff. What about what? tattoos? That's art. You're gonna peel off your skin. What about Futurama? Like we can't. We can't finish if you burn them all. What about people named Art or Arthur? <laughs> Arthur's can stay. Okay. But what if they go by art? Then they're they're burned. They're out. <laughs> <laughs> they're gone. De- deported or immolated? Well, burn them. I mean, you can't burn all art. So I was there's certain that, art types of art that you couldn't burn. Uh, if you were wrapped in aluminum foil, you might have gotten burnt yourself. <laughs> if you had applied the cooking oil, <laughs> baked to a crisp. Yeah, that's. Uh, what grade did you get on that? I don't remember. Do you not remember? Was it embarrassingly bad? No, it was good. I I passed. I passed that class. (laughs) Flying colors. I think the final we actually the the girls and I that the the ones that were being creeped on by the professor our final performance art for the class was we followed him around campus and yelled about how he was a pervert. He wow. went on sabbatical after that. <laughs> <laughs> and he still passed the class. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. You went to art schools too, Sarah. I did. Did you ever do any hijinks like that? Uh, no, I took my art career seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had like we had like complaints in to the the school and nothing was being done about this creep. So no, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. Stand up for your stuff. I didn't ever have any professors that were creeps. I had like one, but he like really liked me like in a good way. In a mentoring kind of way. Yes. Yeah. Did he uh, was like, you're like, so he wasn't Andy a creep. Goals were these little baby niece. And oh, I was like, his, Oh, that's a great compliment. I love you. His stuff is so neat. I know. I it's really it. cool. And, and uh, he's a photographer who does like natural installations. Uh, it's oh, go look him up. It's it's very striking imagery, and uh, we can start talking about shitty art like cartoons now. I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I was but I was wondering um, while Bender is arguing with the ship, is that is the ship supposed to be someone in particular? Like, is that? Uh, I just I didn't. I don't think so. so. No, just, just a like general. A general just yeah. Stance, political mm. bullshit. Okay. Right. That's, I, I, mean, I think it, that was just set up just to set up the thing that the ship can communicate with the crew. Uh, despite not having mm-hmm. and done Bender it and him almost sixty right. don't get along. Okay. Oh, how the Has table the turns. Ship spoken before this though. No. No, nope. I didn't think so. No. Okay. I don't no. even think it that, had like the Dave light. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. So I I guess that's just a random plot device does it ever come back after this episode no huh go figure nope well because at the end of this the that artificial intelligence in the ship doesn't mean they couldn't get it replaced I, we don't need yeah. to go there now i was just curious if it became no, a recurring it does not no not at all um and i'm glad it doesn't yeah d- for bender's uh head being an integral part of his body it sure seems to come off pretty easily like when the door closes on it and slices it off i uh your head would be sliced off too if a door closed on it like that maybe 
I mean, you would think they would have like the um, well, Bender's head usually screws on and off. Like yeah, he does yeah, that yeah. a lot. So why I mean, was it I think so it loose? Shows that he he screws it back on afterwards. So yeah. I don't know why it would have just popped off. That's what they're gonna call the cartoon logic that I get so worked up about. I probably, but it, it, it just, I mean, I I'm gonna get, just start bleeping out your questions like that with cartoon logic. Yeah, that's fine. Um, did uh, so this ends up being Valentine's Day is sort of the impetus for the plot of this, or at least that's what kicks things into gear. Not sweetest day, but Valentine's Day. Sweetest, um, day, sweetest is, day isn't celebrated by uh, sweetest day is almost of the country almost strictly a Cleveland holiday. I know because it just as if you really wish a holiday into being and have a lot of corporate money behind you, you can do anything. But um, was this aired around that time or was that just a coincidence? No, the tenth of February. Oh, okay. So, like most of the seasonal episodes, it has actually been sort of yeah, the most. Stuff on TV, like they'll have certain episodes around the time of a but holiday. The pro- but we're going off a of production order, and they've rejiggered all that stuff before. Yeah, but some of them start are in line. Okay, so they had it yeah. planned. So there's just right. certain things that are out of place. Uh, is it strange that I mean, number one, I guess it does seem strange that the professor actually bought them all something because he usually seems too cheap for that. Clothing, delicious clothing. Oh, there's so much good Zoidberg in this. <laughs> Just this is this is a peak Zoidberg episode. Um, but is is Romanticorp a recurring thing like Mom and her company, or is this a one-off? I, I think it comes back, or something's mentioned about it, or something later at some point. Because that in the movies, pretty the much everything come comes back somehow. Huh. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure like it's just like a small like throwback to the uh the little bears. Like the lovey bears or something. Yeah. The uh all of that all that world building around Romanticorp was fun with it being in Milwaukee, the most romantic place on earth. It, <laughs> have you ever been to Milwaukee? No. Was it Milwaukee or Minneapolis? I have been to Milwaukee. Milwaukee because it's the birthplace of beer goggles. <laughs> Which would help make it the it's most an Indian name. place. <laughs> Why, yes, Pete, it is. <laughs> it's Algotman <laughs> for the land of the good or something like that. Is it? I don't know. That's what it's, Alice Cooper says. It's from Wayne's But it's kind of like A A G being here in Cleveland, if you want to think about it like that. They produce so much. Valentine's Day schlock. Yeah. yeah. Why is it schlocky? You like this episode because it was romantic and fun, and now you're just like, this is all bullshit garbage. Well, Pick yeah, a yeah. side. Both. I don't have to. Why? <laughs> this is that relativism shit that they teach you in art school. <laughs> Fuck that. Well, and I also like the band. Milwaukee? No. Love and Rockets. Oh. And I, the comic book. Okay, so not so like the were, Robbie Robertson like band. M- multiple levels of interest. I was wondering about that reference do you think they're referencing the band or there's several well the band is named after a comic book yeah that the hernandez brothers do right right okay so So it's either or maybe both maybe Hmm. they both they like both of them i can imagine that they would like the comic book for sure they were pretty nerdy right and it was like an it's probably it probably the comic book okay rather than the band because they always look for like the what I don't know how to describe it. It's not necessarily punny 
titles, but it's just it's like referential. It's yeah. So they were like, "Oh, Love and Rocket," and then because it's about Bender and a rocket ship. Okay, Being I mean in that love. makes sense. It could have been about anyone and a rocket ship. It could have been about love inside a rocket ship, and, they in, did and it is. But I'm not trying to be argumentative. I'm just curious. It's that insatiable curiosity I have that drives everybody fucking crazy. Does anybody like the conversation hearts? Like to actually no. eat them? They're disgusting. Oh, I have a I have a tie-in <laughs> from art school. Here you go. Yeah. Um, my friend Julie for a 4D class um, did a video, like a close-up video, where she Hang on. had a wait, big wait. pile of convers- four-dimensional art. Yes. Yes. It's a thing. Apparently, news to me. So, can we it's, can explain in 140 characters? Uh, it was a close-up video, and she was just leaning over this table, and there's a huge pile of conversation hearts, and she just shoved them in her face and kept stuffing them in her face until she then vomited them all out. What makes it four-dimensional? The smell? Well, no, that was really She's still single. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she had a real thick... I think she was from Alabama. <laughs> and it was like serious. early 2000s <laughs> so she had like one of those like she was super cute but uh yeah and then she barfed him up and it was recorded and then we watched it in class so it was four-dimensional because it was time-based mm-hmm. that's still that's weird how how long Sorry. did it take i don't know she was like really eating him so i don't remember not that Did long. Did any of them Maybe come like out whole? Three minutes. <laughs> <Again>? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. She didn't do it in front of us. <laughs> Did any of the words bleed and turn into other words? Uh, yeah, no, they're gross. Could I will eat them. Could I mean, I don't love them, but I will eat them. What about the sweet tart versions? Yeah, probably. Duh. Sweet no. tart versions. Those are delicious. Uh huh. I don't think I've ever had those. They're real. They're a thing. Yeah, but that doesn't count. I'm talking about the actual like chalky. Well, the sweet tart ones are pretty chalky. I mean, or maybe they're like Smarties versions. Yeah, oh, they have Smarties know. versions. They're like, they're like a step above. I haven't had Valentine's candy in like 15 years, so. Aww. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe somebody has an art project. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I, so, right. I, so the, um, they go to Milwaukee to Romantic Corpse. Um, Headquarters. Headquarters. Who is that couple supposed to be? Because clearly they're modeled on someone. Uh, and he, they seem to be very, very, very much in romantic love, like only a gay man and a straight woman can be. Did mm-hmm. you get that vibe that it was like a reference? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like he was a beard or she was a beard, depending on how mm-hmm. you look at it. But they're just like, <laughs> Oh, yes, this very performative romantic love after how 37 years or however, however long they'd been together. But he had a full-on Harvey Firestein vibe. And she was maybe like a Kathy Lee Gifford type. And, I, you know, not, not saying it in a judging kind of way. I'm just wondering, like, is this referencing some other, like, Vermont teddy bear company or Pajamagram or something? If it was, I feel like that's a really deep pull. Like, I don't know if people would have gotten that. I don't, I mean, maybe 20 years ago, though, or 16 or however long it's been. I did put their names down, that their names were Sheldon and Gwen. I think I I wrote that, too. I thought it was odd that they would actually name them 
right off the bat. And then never reference it again. Right. Um, oh, and it was a it was a division of general emotions. Yes. Which <laughs> I love the fact that there, I mean, because really, at base, corporations are just manipulating us psychologically all the time, anyway. What? You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they. they put, I mean, just everything from the advertising and then putting chemicals in the food and subliminal messaging and everything. Who does that? Corporations. Oh yeah. Yeah. The corporation. All of them. I'm I'm part owner of several. It's the our reason for being. Well, yeah. Shh. Don't don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but then the other the other thing about it is, um, for some reason, when they got to the office, it absolutely made me think of Veronica's closet, and the way the office looked on that show. Do any of you remember oh my that? Goodness. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? I thought I deleted those files. Yeah, I do know what, <laughs> what you're talking about. What office? Like Kirstie Alley's office. No, but Ron, what office on the, the show? The office for Romantic Club. Do you like remember when they multiple were, offices? They were waiting in <laughs> the, the waiting room when they first got to Romantic Oh, okay. Club. And it's sort of like the waiting room area looked like the waiting I, room I area see what of Veronica's mean. closet. I see what you mean, yes. And, f- I mean, I don't know why I had that kind of synaptic connection going on either. Like, that's... It's a deep pull of several things I don't give any fucks about, but clearly I've filed it away to go like, ah, and then it's like just the look of shock and recognition in your eyes, Sarah. <laughs> like I said, I'm yeah. something I haven't probably thought about from the two times that I probably watched that show. Maybe Kathy Nijimi was the, the model for Gwen or something. I don't know. It was... Uh, I'm surprised that such a specific reference came to mind, but clearly it's been eating too much of that CBD candy or whatever you're saying was. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's medicinal, Tom, depending on the state you're in. Um, I love the little bears. Seriously. Well, everyone does, apparently. No, I love the part where the guy (laughs) with the, like, space elephant gun is (laughs) hunting the one down. They pick out the cuddliest, cuddly wuddliest. And then they, or they genetically engineer them? With the fair hospital. (laughs) (laughs) In quotation. Hospital. (laughs) That that part was really good. It's, um, that whole thing, I mean... Did you see where all the garbage was being converted yes. into mm-hmm. like romantic stuff like that? It all kind of—it's very critical. Of big I'm romance. telling you this: if uh, you could go to build a bear and pick up a little bear, and then kill it, kill it <laughs> to stuff it, I would not go. I'd go more often. I also uh, liked no, I the wouldn't. the uh, when they were testing out the pickup lines. The first one was. Uh, is heaven missing an angel? Because you've got nice cans. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was, my two favorite things are commitment and changing myself. And at which point, <laughs> she, she goes nuts. <laughs> Have, uh, uh, Go ahead. Does I that- don't, no one ever, ever, ever says pickup lines to me. I don't know about you, Tom. You might have some that have been said to you when you were working as a foxy bartender. I, but are there any egregiously bad ones that either of you have been like? I don't, no, no. I, I mean, I hope not. No, when the pickup lines that are said to me are like very creepy and make me feel uncomfortable. That, I think that's what I'm getting at, though. Yeah. Like what? They all like, do. <laughs> don't they all make us feel uncomfortable? Not necessarily. Some of them are nice. Maybe. Like, 
nice shoes, let's fuck. <laughs> or <laughs> That was cool in high school. Nice um, pants. They look great on my floor. Let's, or... pretend, let's pretend I'm Jesus and you can nail me or something like that. I don't know. No. You weren't paying attention, I guess. Do you have any like particularly egregious ones that you've encountered in the wild? No. I, just, I don't think I've ever gotten a I've, pickup line. I don't think I have really either, but one thing that guys do is they ask what your name is, and then they go, oh, really? That's my mom's name. And what? that's like, that's like, like a That's like I've, people have said that to me. I don't know if I just have like. Ew. Do you ever give them fake names? Sometimes. I, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> depends on how much effort I feel like putting into the conversation. Have you ever turned the tables and asked a guy what his mom's name is first? No. Like, that's my name. <laughs> Hey, what's your mom's Why would name? I ever invite conversation <laughs> from someone I don't know? <laughs> well, I, I mean, maybe you maybe you're at a nice establishment where a fine, handsome young bartender like Tom is working. You're like, I'd like to get to know him better. And as you order your drink, you're like, Hey, what's your mom's name? And then he'd be like, Lurleen. That's my name. I mean, you'd have to come clean about it eventually, probably. I just I don't under I mean I don't understand that the psychology of how it would work anyway. That would be weird. It would still that probably work. work though. I like just the fact that you're initiating conversation with a guy would probably give you carte blanche, regardless. But I don't under I get what you mean. Like I don't I don't see how that would work, even if it was yeah. a. Oh, people are awful. I've gotten notes on a receipt. More so than anyone actually like saying anything to me. Really? Like, you are cute. Letter U, letter R. <laughs> like a conversation. Like a conversation. <laughs> exactly. You spent some time behind a bar too, Sarah. Any anything like that from you, or just straight up creeps? Um, no, most people kind of leave me alone, which is great for me. Yeah. I think I have like a little force field <laughs> of like, don't fucking talk to me. In a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ongoing art project in <laughs> social repulsion. Is that, um, does that become 5D art or something? Or? Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's your whole life. Just let it go. Um, the, uh, the thing with that, so the, any, that pickup line of my two favorite things are commitment and hanging myself, they... We're changing being, myself? Did you said hanging myself? Did I, is that what did it auto correct? Is that to Freudian? That? <laughs> is that a Freudian? <laughs> oh, <did> that? <laughs> wow. Wow, that it auto-corrected to that. Um but they were they were the wire mannequins with like faces. Did yeah. you guys get that reference? Because it's like it's a very specific I did I don't know. I think there are a lot of very specific references in this episode. Yeah, too. for sure. But there is this like totally unethical psychology experiment from like way the fuck back. I think it's some BF Skinner behavioral shit or something mm -hmm. where they would take two monkeys and separate them from their mothers at birth and they'd put them into a cage. One was like with a stuffed monkey doll that would have food and like warmth, like it was heated and it would have like, you know, bottles tucked inside mm -hmm. it. So it had nipples and things and it could feed and attach to it. And the other one was just like a wire sca scarecrow doll. And the one that got put in with the wire scarecrow doll because it couldn't attach to it just got like completely fucked up. Like it, oh. it ruined its psychology because it couldn't bond and basically became a monkey sociopath. Yeah. Um, and they got, a, they liked 
their di- they kept their diapers on because it was like a something soft for them. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it's, it's how you it make monkey horrible. serial killers. Right, yeah. and then they were both put in a room with a typewriter, <laughs> and they wrote this episode. But that—that's what I, I just thought that was so funny because not only was it like a reference to that, but even in spite of that, when it's just like I'm a complete doormat, it was just like, oh, and she got so excited, and you know, Le- Does Leela that dummy even. have a brother. Yeah. <laughs> that dummy have a brother. It was it was good. Um, <clears throat> But the uh, the other, I mean, God, this is so deep into the stuff. But the um, the secret recipe for the conversation hearts. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so good. Bone so, meal and earwig, earwig honey. <laughs> honey. That's right. Do earwigs make honey? I don't think so. I don't know. Do they? I don't know. Or is, I wouldn't eat it if they did. What if it was inside the conversation hearts? No, I would Aren't not. Earwigs even <laughs> pollinators. I don't know. It, oh, I mean, they can't be because they live in your ear. They're earwigs. Yeah. If but, anything, they produce wax. Do earwigs live in your ear or do they live on your ear? I don't know. Wait, well, I didn't think they lived on your body at I all. I don't think so. I don't no? think they do. No, I, I thought they, they were do. the things that have those like really long pinchers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's other. I, I thought they'd live in your ear. Or on it. I mean, it would make more sense if they lived on your ear because then it would be like a. I think there's a Star ear. Trek episode something. Where there's earwigs or something, it, and then you like the movies, put them like, in your ear, it, yeah, like, and it will a, chew through the brain. It's a brain control thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like slither in. I think they did that to Spock on one or something, mm-hmm. or maybe it was one of the movies. But it, it's, um, yeah, they're thoroughly disgusting, regardless. But I think that conversation arts are really just compressed powdered sugar, which is still kind of gross, like. Is that I mean, really what they are? I think so. What else would they be? I don't think that they like melt, but more. Like like candy cigarettes. Do you know they like kind of mm-hmm. like melt? Yeah. Those are basically the same thing in a different shape. I think if you if you take like confectioner sugar and compress it and compress it and compress it and compress it, eventually it will form that mold. And then you can use food coloring or huh. dye to write absurd or cute, or erotic messages on them. I'd rather just eat like a tablespoon of powdered sugar loose. That sounds revolting too, though. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Brock's conversation hearts, which are those chalky Mm -hmm. types. You were saying rocks. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same company that makes candy corn, which... Are also it's a pretty control, <laughs> yeah, pretty controversial <laughs> holiday-based candy, which people either love or hate. Which I, I don't feel think like conversation hearts. But are here's kind of the here's the mind. ingredients of conversation hearts: sugar, corn syrup, cornstarch, yes, glycerin, gelatin, artificial Not flavor, vegan, red number three, yellow number five, yellow number six, blue number one, and then red number forty. Ew. <laughs> Not a single real ingredient. Isn't yellow number five, and that's what's in well, sugar. Is real, right? Sugar. But that's sugar not. corn syrup. Corn starch. <laughs> sugar, sugar. Sugar. <laughs> sugar. 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 Sugar times two. And then yeah, so it's just compressed sugar. Yeah. Just like and some candy corn gelatin. is just Yeah, candy corn I think is also sugar, corn syrup. Maybe vanilla. And the devil's toe jam. It's, oh, God. 
I don't like candy. Are you on the wrong side of that? Is there a wrong side? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there is. Are you looking forward to candy corn season, Michelle? Maybe. Oh, dear. That should be your I next like second shot. I don't like the pumpkins, though. I think, I think it's already corn. being planned. Yeah, George, <laughs> but George is a... He's, he's a, fishing. Is that water yeah, bottle he's, he's full pro. of candy corn? No, it's water. <laughs> it's, it's water it's that's been water. soaking in candy corn. Mmm. <laughs> It's candy corn infused <laughs> sparkling water. We got it at Whole Foods yeah. for twelve bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I oh yeah, I'm getting nauseous just thinking about candy corn. Um, so let's move. I on. love sweets <laughs> and I love sugar, but candy corn is just ugh. Um. The uh, just don't put it in front of me because I will eat it. So, okay, so, so they said the conversation hearts were the original family of recipe from the 1900s. So, do you think Romantic Corp is Brock's of the future? Could be, could have gone, you know, I mean, this is year 3000 something. So, hmm, interesting. And is that I think like it seem it's probably like a conglomerate of like what's well, part of general emotions. Yeah. Okay. So, so is, is Brock's the only original manufacturer of candy corn and then everything else is a knockoff? Or do they just have like the lock on, say, the Midwestern market or something? I don't think they're the originators. They're just. Just the distributor. Huh. They do make all the like, like old timey candy though. Yeah. Like the, um, what are the caramel ones with the. Cream on the end, caramel creams, the circus Mary peanuts, bullseyes or whatever. Cowtails, cowtails. Those are different. Those are like what the, are the same ingredients but like twisted up. A root beer barrels. Yeah, like that Necco wafers. That's probably Necco. Welcome to the podcast where we name old timey <laughs> candy. <laughs> Those dots on paper. Last week we were talking about <laughs> fast food for like paper. an hour. I know, and and now I mean these are all valid side things. I think. Um, <laughs> But I, I guess in, in the end, they end up getting the contract. You know what? Brox right? was established in 1904. Mm. And they haven't changed a day since. Circus peanuts. Ew. Ew. Lemon drops. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a squirrel nut zipper? No. Are they like Mary Jane's? Yeah. Mm. They... Are the number one seller of Conversation Hearts and candy corn. What? So they are, they're. <laughs> and Jelly Bird eggs? What is that? Those no. have got to be like. What Easter is that? Eggs, That's old like timey looking. <laughs> oh, Eustace, let's Sunday's go. Sunday's Neapolitan. Neapolitan. <laughs> <laughs> Neapolitan coconut. What? They've been out of production since 2012. Oh. Thank they're God. probably still good. Yeah, you can, ones from you, you can go to Dollar Tree and find some. I'm <laughs> or sure. uh, what's that giant candy store up on uh, BA, uh, oh, B A Sweeties? BA Sweeties. Oh yeah, you could probably find all of this stuff up there. Oh man, that's that place is terrifying. Uh, for and for those of you, for those of you from outside of the uh, Greater Cleveland area, B A Sweetie is like a warehouse sized, open to the public candy store. Emporium. Yeah, I don't it's, need to go there. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's terrifying. I mean, it's it is aisles and aisles and aisles of uh, sugary death, but they're they're big enough and novel enough that they have like air, airport advertisements at Hopkins where it's just like 
we're five minutes away. Just take a cab straight to BA Sweeties. And I got to know how much that has paid off for them. Like, if there's people that get off at Terminal A at Cleveland Hopkins Airport, and they're like, oh, shit, we're going to the candy store. Because <laughs> it's in, like, like it's on, like, Ridge and Brook Park or something. Or those are parallel. But, you know, it's like some weird Parma neighborhood next to a Best Buy and, like, a miniature golf place hmm. and a... Uh, I think they might have an indoor miniature golf at BA Sweeties. I've never been there, but I work right by it and I pass it all of the time. That's self-control. And I always, always want to go in. I, well, I go know. in, go in. No, <laughs> you can you can report back. Or those like there's those like wax bottles that look like soda and they have goop in them. Mm. Yeah, like those are every old every sugar. And oh yeah, just the just uh, giant like containers of one flavor of Jelly Belly, and you can just take that one. So awesome. I I can't handle it. I'm st- I, let's like, I'm, go. <laughs> right now. Let's <laughs> break. Let me, let me hit stop. Podcast Bye. over. <laughs> um, but it, the fun part about them getting the contract with Manticorp, I guess, is that it made the professor uh, do the government mandated updates to the ship that he'd been getting sued about. <laughs> Do you, was it just the personality? No, no, it was a it's lion. Like there's cage. a cage for the lion. Yeah, they and taped the up the like uh, dark matter reactor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which had never been there before. Like I thought, the dark matter reactor was down in the engine <laughs> thing, and all just... of a sudden it's on the dashboard. I just like the yeah, the cage for the poop? the lion. Fry was like they right up against it. Uh, His face. Dark matter. The lion was like swiping through the cage. He kept like, like backing up because he was scared. Then immediately like smiling and getting all close to the cage again, like over and over. As uh, I do. We did skip the but when they before like they took uh, the conversation hearts to uh, Omicron Percy I eight. I thought that was that's coming up. That's coming up. Oh, is it? Because yeah. they they got the contract first, and then their first job was taking them to Omicron. Person. Oh, that, okay, yeah, that's right. So since they've had since they have the the billions of conversation hearts, Fry is trying to find uh, the words to express how he feels about Leela to Leela because he doesn't have the words to express himself, and he thinks that he'll find them on a conversation heart. Spoiler alert: He does. He does. Um. But the the uh, so the the professor upgrades the personality software, and it has a di- what is it four different personalities, and they just kind of zip through until they find the one, and then it starts flirting with Bender immediately. Yeah, it's Sigourney Weaver. I didn't realize that until the very end. She sounds very different. You know what? Maybe I thought so. I thought so. I knew it was like because from yeah. before, and mm-hmm. as I'm listening to it, I'm like. There's certain times when I'm like, okay, that does sound like Sigourney Weaver. And then there's certain times where it sounds like Joan Cusack for, to me for some reason. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, did I say that right? She doesn't give off a persona of being very giggly and fun, but she sure is on this, at least until she gets sad. It weirds me out. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, they intended it for it to be because it's supposed to be like a crazy... The personality like is supposed to be like a, yeah. But is she, I mean, is she really a psycho as much as she's just hurt? I don't know. She does some cr- pretty crazy things. We'll get there, I guess. I just like how she likes Bender is. Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> there we Bender's go. Bender's immediately <laughs> into it. And then he asks her, uh, my place or you? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
That it brings up a lot of existential sort of uh, questions about what yeah. it's sort of like that movie that we've talked about before with Joaquin Phoenix and uh, Scarlett Johansson's voice. Oh yeah, where he has the nice pants and the turtlenecks. We haven't seen that movie. I, I, I have. You have. It also weirded me out when. <laughs> The ship was had the male voice, and he said that song was cute. <laughs> when, when did that happen? I didn't. It's just a, a weird thing. Like right before he changed the voice oh, of yeah, it, yeah. he's like, "What? I thought that song was cute." Oh dear. <laughs> I I didn't get man. I I don't think. And they I played the that. Spin Doctor song. Oh, yeah. that's right. And he was like, "Who changes to college rock?" Oh yeah. This is an alt rock. This yeah. is college rock. Fry, uh, Fry's very scared of space cows. In this <laughs> no, space cow. Space cow. Is that is that a normal thing? Like, <laughs> no, not at all. He had just just this episode. I don't know if there's any space cows. They would be bungalow, wouldn't they? No, not necessarily. I thought those are space bison. Mars, oh, Mars. Okay. Are they only in, on Mars? I think. For the some bungalows? reason, when he sp- said space cow, has everybody seen Twister? Yes. Okay. Like, you know, <laughs> no. the cow like goes. Yeah. Like, he's brrr. caught up in the. It flies. Well, he's caught up in the caught twister. Caught up in a twister, but it's like goes right in front of the car. County. So then though. I just thought of that, but like a spaceship. Was the cow uh, making onesies or twosies? As it flew? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think. It was making milk. It was if, very. Unfair. If you were a cow, <laughs> and you got picked up in a hurricane, I would think that both of those things would happen simultaneously. <laughs> I think that, that would happen if I got picked up in a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might be right. I mean, I mean, just like get the get the parasail out <laughs> and then just let it go. Bang! Open the bay, open the bay doors. <laughs> I mean, really. Nobody's going to see it. It'll be raining it's and like, fine. yeah, it's clean. Thunder. It's like a fancy Japanese toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then uh, it wasn't a space cow. It's Bender downstairs, like fooling with the knobs on the ship in the engine room. <laughs> and number one, I kind of like that where he's just like he's being very gentle and whatever. But then Lee was like, Planet Express ship, cover your shame. (laughs) (laughs) It's all like exposed. And that's like when Bender's looking at Bender porn, it's all like circuits and schematics and wide open machinery. It really creeps me out that Bender is like dating the spaceship just because they fly inside of it. And there was like, the whole. Thing just is. Would it be like if you were living inside a big fat lady. She was going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's the whole thing, though. It's sort of like this is some next level stuff about romance and things, and and it's kind of small minded of you. Like Bender needs a woman or whatever with a what is it four forty ton booty. Oh, I, mm. or, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's four hundred ton booty. But then he you, starts making it with a beam. After <laughs> it. I didn't, I didn't, like an eye beam, and then he's just like he could touch any part of the ship, right? And, and it's me. weirding me out. <laughs> but so it, like, is stepping on her st- sexy? Time, sexy time. I don't know. Maybe she's into that. Maybe. I just like when they were on the um, the roof of the Planet Express building and Bender was dancing with the ship. He was still like, 
uh, moving her around like he was yeah. <laughs> on dance. Yeah, it was she's super a, sweet. A giant ship. <laughs> I mean, it, it yeah, really. It was sweet until he walks back into the Planet Express building <laughs> and he says, well, I'm sick of her. Yeah, well, because it's Bender. <laughs> and here's because he's a robot and he does everything faster than humans can. Include of getting tired of something. Oh, Bender. Did, did you think that they made the ship look more feminine? I think a little bit. They like, might I mean, have I know exaggerated they didn't, like, change it. the colors or anything, but something. It's like, or was it, it was just a little a bit suggestion? more. I think it was a little bit more curvy yeah. looking Some than the, it, like than the red what, line in the yeah, front, like yeah. the lips. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, is it me or is it the show? No, it was meant to make, so make it somebody look else was like, getting erotically excited by the Planet Express ship too. It looked exactly the same as it ever I'm did. I'm very open minded. And not like Tom <laughs> over here. Well, here's here's a question I have too. Like after he gets sick of it and all this stuff like that, what happens if they would have went in there and changed it back to a male? Would it still have been in love with Bender and all this stuff, or would it? Does that change its? It, it changes its personality, so it would be. Then that could have solved the whole problem if they would have just changed it back to the male voice. Yeah, it seems like something Mike Pence would know about. What? I know, I get it. <laughs> but why you got to bring him up? Because he's awful and he's a heartbeat away from the presidency. It's. It's a fear. No, I I don't know. I mean, that's interesting. That sounds like a question I would ask Tom. So I know I'm, I'm curious about it because mm. it it was meant to be a female for Bender or whatever, but it could easily be turned back to a male. Well, you know, and and going um, off of your weirded outness is that the term for um, sure. for the romance between the Planet Express ship and Bender, like Bender. Uh, has a history of being very weirded out by interspecies dating. Um, they're with, both machines. She's not a robot. No, but they're she's machines. A, she's a different. Also, he he ends up dating Amy too. Later so. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets over his whole yeah. robosexuality or anti-robosexuality thing. But Spoiler like, alert. <laughs> I think it's come up. There was just, there was another episode where he was real weirded out by it, and then last a uh, couple episodes ago. With um, Kiff getting knocked up, he was all weird about Kiff and Amy being. We did the Lucy Lou. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and the then there's the Lucy Lou, Lou, Lou one yeah. too, where he well, was. She's in this episode in his magical chest cavity. No, I oh, it pissed me off a lot. <laughs> I put that down in my notes. <laughs> like, how did Lucy Lou get into Bender's chest cavity? And I'm like, did and she know they were on a date? No. Well, well yeah. See, they're together, and she's inside of him. Yeah. Oh God, that is. Oh. And then Players. he's inside of the what ship. If, what if she's oh, been no. inside while he's inside of the ship, and the ship is inside space? And if we've, if <laughs> or inside Planet Express, and it, yeah, as, it's inside of a building, as we've established, Bender's chest cavity. It's like a Russian doll. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the inside of him is it contains multitudes. Like it's way bigger than his actual physical space. Almost magical in a way. So like. You could keep stuffing people into Bender. He's done that before with like his orphan kids, right? You know, so like who knows what's inside of Bender while he's inside of this Planet Express trip? Yeah, it's like a, a there's a whole thing going on that's negating your concept of being like, ooh, this is icky. Like this is clearly Bender's thing. I guess it is. <sighs> it still weirds me out. 
That's fine. You've got you, small mind. Tom. Ship on robot relationships. I mean, Queen had that song about being in love with their car, right? And there was that um, addicted show on whatever TLC or whatever channel that was. Some dude was in love with his car. Did he hump it? Yeah. Or no, it was My Strange Addiction. That's what it was. Huh. And he. And, and that's he, the one where people. There's like a woman that eats deodorant and. Yeah. This, was there someone lady who ate mattresses? That's that shows. Dude weird. that ate glass. Is that which all is about faked. people eating stuff? It's they all fake. Eat? Is it? Turns is out it? it's all fake. Yeah. Uh, one of the old bartenders at the Spitfire was on one of the episodes because one of her friends, like he used to like eat glasses like a sideshow thing. So yeah. it was like became like I'm addicted to eating glass, and it was all scripted and staged. Well, so did the guy actually do it with his car or not? I don't know. It was all blurred out. I mean, how would that... Like, with Bender, at least, there seems like there's interfaces and things. I don't want to like, Google it. But, like, how... <laughs> I just... I can't imagine a way to make that happen that wouldn't be incredibly painful in any hmm. sort of, like... Wait. How a man can love a car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Love>? Exactly. <laughs> you want to talk about this concept that confuses and, <laughs> and infuriates the Omicronian? Surely stuff? you mean love. <laughs> no. It's the Earth W. <sighs> yeah, so uh, Inda Inda and Lur were watching Friends. <laughs> and Lur... <laughs> Lear says, this is this this ancient Earth television show is the most foolish. Why doesn't Ross, as the largest, just eat the other friends? And this is a Joey-centric episode. It's, Joey it's heavy a Joey-heavy episode. episode, anyway. Um, yeah, that, that was... Uh, did we... That's even ahead a little bit. That's after they go on the date to the zoo. Where when, Lucy Liu shows up. Where yeah. Lucy Liu shows up, but but the ship comes to their apartment at Robot Arms and mm -hmm. like keeps tapping on Fry's window. Yeah, that, I feel like in that scene, that's where I like was like the ship looks like super feminine. Yeah, it was like in there, like it was just like oh. she seemed very sad. Right, I, she's hurt. She's hurt. She's being lied to. Bender was out with a couple of foodies. Are you the countess? Did you not like that it looked feminine? No, I was just confused because. I mean, I knew it looked the same. It's not like they added the but red stripe, but like it just seemed like smaller or curvier. Later, when Bender goes actually right. inside, it looks feminine. Right, right. Well, it's yeah. like facial features. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm just trying to find that picture of. There was a there was a poster hanging in Fry's room. Do you guys know what that was? It was like an upside down U arrow inside another broken circle or something like it just seemed like it should mean something mm. it's like I a no u-turn sign i noticed it but i thought it was just like no u-turns but it was different i don't know mm -hmm. i was just curious if that referred to anything like i had no idea what it was but it, it was actually featured kind of prominently in hmm. the actual like visuals um the one thing that central park zoo has in the year 3000 more goats oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Goats are the best. Have, 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 there's somebody that does yoga classes with goats now around here. Have you been to any of those? My friend wants to go mm -hmm. so bad, but I'm just like, goat smell. 
They do. They're gross. They do, but I mean, really, <laughs> they're so cute, but they're so filthy. Have you ever seen a little pygmy goat? Yes. Have you ever petted one? Yes. But then I washed my hands 500 times. But if you if you had a little pygmy goat to live in your house, it wouldn't get filthy like that. And you wouldn't have to mow your mm-hmm. lawn. No, I know. I've tried to get that to happen here, and there's, like, ordinances. Or to find places for your tin cans. Right. <laughs> Inside the goats. Yeah. It'll eat them. It's perfect. And then it'll somehow poop them back out unharmed. The goat, not the cans. The cans will be goat poop at that point, but, like... They're not harmed. The, the goat, goat is itself not is not harmed yeah. from the tearing up of tin cans. Yeah. But who, how do you get, there's no such things as tin cans anymore. No one used tin to make cans. You probably have, you could get it in like Portland or something. They absolutely will not eat aluminum. I know that from Are you sure? a fact. Yes. How? Because I tried to feed a goat a pop can and he wouldn't eat it. No, Maybe. I didn't feed him. Maybe. I know somebody that tried to feed his name was Tom. <laughs> no, I, I can't take credit for that because I think it's hilarious that he tried to feed him a pop can. And He's I, just like, I don't want you. I explained to him Pepsi. that that it was aluminum, not tin. Well, coats don't actually eat tin, do they? I it's don't in cartoons. Think that's real. <laughs> I don't. If think one a thing I learned from childhood tin. is that they eat tin cans, mm. but not aluminum. I, I think it was in that story about. There's a story about a goat eating tin cans. There's a story about a guy eating tin cans named Michael uh, Malloy. He was indestructible. Sharks eat weird stuff, too. But sharks eat indiscriminately. Sharks I don't think are just, they like, want to eat a license plate. I think if it's in the way, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> but they're also squishy inside, too, so they're still eating metal. Yeah, but they have all them teeth. I don't think they chew license plates up. I don't know. I mean, they just like it just goes down the gullet. They found like (laughs) they found like whole people and chairs and things inside sharks in goats. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's somebody shitting all over everyone's fun. No, goats do not eat tin cans. Right. This is from Modern Farmer. No one said they did, Pete. You did. You said they wouldn't eat aluminum cans. Right. They don't eat aluminum cans. But this says they don't eat tin cans. I. They like to collect tin cans. That's why I said that they. You wouldn't have to worry like, about loot. Like hobos. Doing anything with your. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> the hobos. Goes are like hobos. The animal world. They don't eat tin cans, but they will look inside a container and find something and get something out of it. In other words, goats are resourceful when it comes to finding something to eat. You'll see cattle skeletons on the ground in the desert, but goats are running around. And that that's one thing we can all rest assured in. So. Oh, it was, the book was called Gregory the Terrible Eater. Should have known that why goats don't eat. He was a terrible eater. That's why. <laughs> oh. Anyway, all zoos should have more goats, smelly or not. I mean, most animals in zoos stink. True. Like the whole primate house, mm. it's PU City in there. Uh, and then they also had Mountain Dew presenting Extreme Elk. Oh, I um, missed that. The Howler Mummies. <laughs> Howler Mummies. Oh, but and so uh, there's the Lucy Lou in his chest cavity. But that was the thing. Did Lucy Lou know that she was on a date with Bender while he was on a date with someone else, or was he lying to both the ship and Lucy at well, the same she, time? Are you she on asked? a date if you're just like sitting inside of somebody? I don't what know did she ask when that. the door <laughs> popped open? 
She's like, who, who is that? Talking? Yeah. Or who are you talking to? Yeah, who are you talking to? And he's like, nobody, baby. You and know I... Yeah. I love you, King. <laughs> so... See. And those lines were recorded from the previous episode that Lucy Liu was on. That's what I figured. They didn't even get her again. They just used audio from when she was on a different episode. Wouldn't you? Yes. But she probably still got paid for this <laughs> well, I'm episode. I'm sure she did. <laughs> do, you th- do you think she even knew that it happened? Like, I bet if you... I don't know. I bet you can just... Do you, do you think you could email Lucy Liu right now and be like, did you know you were on an episode of Futurama? No, not that one. And then she'd be like, what? And get super upset? Or would she be like, whatever? Or Not, not like how many years since this came out? She was probably super popular at this time because of Allie McBeal. Yeah. Oh, so, when, when was Charlie's Angels? Is that later? I feel uh, like probably that was around this time. Yeah, yeah. Late that 90s, was... early 2000s. No, that was definitely all by now. Yeah. yeah this, she this, was is, busy. this is probably <laughs> Kill Bill era, even. That's more like 2006, 2007. Really? I think it was Kill Bill 2, it was 2000. Oh, maybe earlier. May have been closer to 2005. I don't yeah. Like, I don't like to think about when things were because it makes me feel old. I, I don't <laughs> either. I And a second reference to the Second Shot podcast on this episode, I'm doing one of those with them this week. And when I went to go get the album that we're going to talk about, I looked, I'm like, oh, shit, this came out in 1999. <laughs> what album? I, I'll get into it on that. You can go listen to my okay. episode of that show. Uh, it's just the point was that I'm old. Oh. And then George laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's Angels came out in 2000. Yeah. Charlie Angels Full Throttle came out in 03. Same year. No, 2000 and 2003 are two different years. No, I mean, same year as this episode. Oh, two. Oh, was this two? I thought this was 2003. But Kill Bill Volume 1 came Ah. out in 2003. So she was very busy that year. She was very busy. She doesn't remember this. She's kicking all kinds of ass. Yeah. Um, So there was a line um, that the ship said to Leela, I think... (laughs) She says, no one loves you because you're tiny and made of meat. (laughs) (laughs) And I I know exactly how that feels. (laughs) Just like me. (laughs) Uh, um, And there was was a moment when they address the Omicronians where Lur gets up to announce, I am Lur, and just, you know, but then he reaches back to straighten the picture that fell down. (laughs) Like, that was maybe one of the best jokes I've seen on this show ever because it was just so subtle and dumb where he's just like, (laughs) Like, without addressing it, just sticks his arm back and, like, straightens the picture and then continues on. But, uh... After- that had to have been, like, I like something like that was, like, they have this scene written out and everything, like, that somebody had to throw out, like, what if yeah, something for, in the oh, background, sure. like, because that was hilarious. Yeah, it, it was just so, like, so understated. It was, it was brilliant. But, um... The- they end up doing that more... As Lur comes back, like little things where it's just like he's this big, powerful guy, but like deflated by yeah. mundane stuff. So the the delivery of the candy hearts, this was just a peace offering from Earth, right? Mm-hmm. So then the concept of love being on the one by confusing and infuriating them, like triggers a new war with the Omicronians or they're just beating the shit out of the Planet Express. Like, get the fuck out of here. Well, I thought they hated them. They're disgusting. Well, that too. Because nobody's said that yet. Nobody's been like, these are disgusting. 
tasting. Well, your friend that threw up a belly no, full of them. In, in the show. In like, the no, show. I mean, like, yeah. Fry is just indiscriminately eating them on a mission. I don't trust Fry's. And nobody else is. Right. So nobody else is saying it. So this is the first time anybody said, like. These are gross. Why would you give these to anybody? It's I think like it's a gesture of affection. Yeah. Because they taste like shit. Right. On top of it, they, they don't understand the word love. And then they're just shitty pieces of candy. Yeah. So what the fuck? They're Omicron Percy I ate people. Omicronian. What? God damn it. Omicronians. Omicronian? Omicronians. <laughs> yes. Oh, the word's right here. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they just have a really high standard since their young are so delicious. <laughs> but they don't eat their young. Are you sure? No, they no, don't mean, eat their young. Are know. you positive? Yes. Oh, but the young eats the adult. That's what uh, the little guy said. I'm getting very confused. When I, I don't know. If no, Pete the remembers humans were eating the babies. The poplars. Yeah, the poplars. The humans were eating the poplars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and then they're like, Leela at one point says something about, oh, "I wish you're, I was your mommy or whatever," and they're like, "When we grow up, we eat our." Uh, elderly or whatever. I'm. I have no idea what's going on right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I think that's a future episode. Is it? I think so. I hope so, because otherwise. Oh, there's just... there's more. There's a lot more learned. Oh, the... good. I thought we already. No, you guys didn't do that one already. We did the popular. The popular one. Yeah. yeah, one, yeah. 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 Okay. I yeah, think Jason was. Yeah, on that's that what one. I was thinking. Yeah. 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 That the, damn onion cutter. That onion cutter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they're getting destroyed and Bender decides it's a good time to break up with the ship. What uh, better time than that? The shields are at maximum <laughs> Yarnell, which is a incredibly. Yarnell? Like, yar- the shield, Fry yells that shields are at maximum Yarnell. So shields and Yarnell were a mime team. And Shields is the guy that invented the robot, like the dance, the robot. And that's just like a super weird reference that like probably not many people got um, oh, see, I upon it was like initial. Star Trek like reference or something. Yeah, I, I've never heard of that. I feel like somebody that was watching I like the, the their grandpa jets. was in the background and heard <laughs> that it was like, <laughs> that was the one time he laughed at Futurama. Yeah. That was oh. such a weird joke, and I was like, "What does that mean?" I like but, the scramjets. You know who Yarnell was? She was the uh, the robot in Spaceballs that was voiced by Joan uh, Rivers. Whoa! Even yeah. more, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. and then here's this picture of them on the Muppets. I totally remember this because they looked like low rent morks oh, yeah. with the yeah. the suspenders. You could you could do like very little to be famous on TV in the seventies. Um, really, just you had to give cocaine to people that made TV shows, and you could be on doing basically <laughs> nothing. Huh. Just a fun fact. Um, <clears throat> I didn't I didn't even catch that when it went through. Like how 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 did that stick in your head? To I just, I just thought it was really weird, and I had to look up what oh. Yarnell. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's so. That's so deep. That's such a good Futurama joke. I wish I could have caught it. Because I, like, I didn't, I don't know. I was really tired when I watched this, but that's, that's fantastic. Well, there was the, I looked it up. Okay, so that, so there's all these, obviously, Hal references in mm-hmm. 2001. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered that um, 
they played that song at the end of 2001 that they were singing when they were like dating and stuff to go backwards, like that Daisy Bell song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I looked it up and just like, because I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So they did play it in 2001. And then something else said that it was the first song that a computer ever sang in the 60s. Was that like some kind of Wendy Carlos switched on Bach thing or something? Or no, just... no, it was like the fr- like the first computer in like the nineteen sixties. There was a song, a, like a voice synthesizer, yes, to make it, it was the perform first, that. Like, voice synthesized computer really? song, which is probably why it was in How. It yeah, was in two thousand one. I knew it was in two thousand one, but I didn't know that about the. Well, yeah, because it was like click on this and learn more about this. Mm-hmm. I the and it only... was the first time that it didn't lead you to a virus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I can think of whenever I hear that song isn't even computer related. No, it's Revenge of the Nerds, because during the uh, the the frat Olympics during Revenge of the Nerds. They have the tricycle race, and the Asian nerd, and not, you know, I, God, I forget his name, but like the Japanese kid who's in Lambda, 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 they give him some sort of pill that counteracts alcohol metabolization. Right. And then he wins the race because every time you go around the lap, you had to chug a beer and then go. So he's sober as he goes through it. And when he wins, they play that song, but it's being sung in Japanese. Oh. Maybe by a Japanese computer. Maybe. But that's, like, for whatever reason, that's the first reference that comes to me because I'm damaged as a person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking along the lines of 2001. Yeah. Of all the references. Yeah, you went, you went high. <laughs> and I went about But there's a video on you YouTube where they have the, the recording. The computer it? That's awesome. It's like this. It's like when the computers were like the size of a room. Is it? Does it say the words or is it just making the music? No, it says the words. Really? Yeah. Oh God, that's terrifying. It is. It's super creepy. It's like something you would hear some at the beginning creepy. of a weird podcast about a cartoon. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I'll find that. Yeah, that's. You should. It's creepy. It's it's got a long lead in. Um. As as they, the denouement of the battle when they're just kind of beat up and going home, um, there's a big pile of ice cream tubs in front of the ship red eye thing. Mm-hmm. Was the ship eating the ice cream, or is that just Leela like eating it and throwing it at the ship? I don't um, think the ship could eat ice robots cream. Robots eat food. No, they drink alcohol. Right. But she, she's not even really a robot, which is why Tom... I think Leela ate all that ice Leela cream. ate all the ice cream? Oh, yeah, because she thought, started thinking about Sean. It's a lot of ice cream. Who, her they, her mutual <laughs> breakup with Sean. Yeah, which is totally, totally mutual. mutual. Is, uh, but she's in her pajamas. It's like a nice... Um, it's like know. a girl's night. Yeah. Sleepover. Right. Is that how that works? Mm. I would think there'd be more wine involved. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever eaten ice cream with my girlfriend's. Hmm. Ever, Michelle. I know <laughs> one girl. <laughs> <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> I know two girls. Have you eaten ice cream with Sarah or this other woman? <laughs> <laughs> At some point, yeah. But usually, my my girls' nights involve uh, food and not dessert. It's mostly like one time. Uh, one time my friend and I both ate a Red Baron pizza like, and, and we split one of those giant bottles of like barefoot wine, like the, like the jugs. 
Whoa. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you each have a Red Baron pizza? Yeah. <laughs> who awesome. who threw up more? <laughs> I don't think either of us threw up. That's. I didn't. That might be right. I don't know about her. her. I totally, I'm going to make a video of me just keep eating Red Baron pizzas until I <laughs> throw it back up. <laughs> I'm just, just going to get a jug of barefoot wine. Oh, God. And I think they call it that because it kind of tastes like feet. It's not that I won't drink it. It's just an observation. We went to the, the Circle K to buy it. Oh, so it was top <laughs> shelf. And we checked pizza. the label to see which one said that it paired well with pizza. Which, so which one was it? I don't remember. I think it was the... Um, the Gasahol? No, it was the barefoot, either Pinot Grigio or Chardonnay. I don't remember. Oh, my God, it's white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I would drink barefoot. As if it was white? It's white. I only, it's, it's white. I, I only like will only wine tolerate white wine. I like oh. white wine. I, I like sweet reds, but I'm not a red wine fan. I like red wine and champagne because white wine great. tastes like vomit. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah, you get it real dry sometimes. It's doable, but you need a nice gummy, jammy nice red. Riesling. Jammy, <laughs> jammy red. Yeah, those are the best. It means you're drinking it like an adult, like you're serious and you have important thoughts to write down. Yeah, like that you. You're gonna forget later. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really important that you drink a bottle and a half of it. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Easy. Okay. Easy. Fine. <laughs> if you're at a work function, six or eight. But who's Is counting? Yeah, are you? Am I paying or not? Um, well, so the ship goes on this suicide mission, right? She's like, I, if, you know, if I can't have you, she wants to meld, yeah, Bender and her together in the quasar, and uh, more great graphics. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, space finishing strong, um, but. <laughs> And Fry thinks they hit a space cow again. <laughs> he just had space cows on the brain. And uh, I guess so at this point, is, it's basically where it turns back into 2001, right? I mean, the ship's just mm -hmm. trying to kill them. and I'm afraid I can't do that, Leela. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's, that's a pretty tired plot device anymore, I think, right? Would have been about I mean, 30 years old at this point. Yeah, but I, I guess this was also, what, 17 years ago? Yeah, but that movie so, came out in, like, 71 or something, right. didn't it? But maybe 17 years ago wasn't, wasn't over. You already had Maximum Overdrive in the late 80s. That wasn't a direct, like... There's a bunch of machines trying to kill people. I know, but that's different. This is, like, an actual, like, total spoof on 2001 huh. Space Odyssey. yeah. Where is the monkey with the bone? I rest my case. <laughs> Look in the mirror, Pete. <laughs> Look in the mirror. Burn. Oh, I know. I do. The it. whole end of this, I think, is really. I, I. That's where it loses me. It gets. Yeah, it does lose some yeah. momentum. Yep. Um, the uh, <laughs> fire detected in the vicinity of Leela. <laughs> and the uh, the part with pretend to shower. Same as every day. Got it. <laughs> I, um, that barely hurt Leela at all. Yeah. I think the, the part where, to, as a ruse, Bender's like, I think melding minds with you would be extremely bearable. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> I, just the, the noncommittal nature. Like, 
I, I just, uh, I think it might even be, it's not just that the ship is trying to kill them. It's that the ship is like, oh, look, she's a hysterical woman. Well, there's a thing. lot of it's just kind of like ugh. lonely women, woman tropes in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ice cream, yeah. ice cream, pajamas, candles, romantic holidays. Yeah, um, it reminds me of that. The, even that monkey, that crazy, uh, uh, like the, on the YouTube video, like the crazy girlfriend or whatever, or like the meme or whatever. I don't remember. Like, oh, the it's like a, the overattached girlfriend yeah, or whatever. Like yeah. that's what it, this started reminding me of watching it again. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It just seems kind of tired, I guess. And that's part of it. Like it, it's for, for jokes like shields and Yarnell to like mm-hmm. get dropped in this and then to just revert to something where it's like, okay, we got to wrap this up. And it's, it, it's pretty predictable and at that point. Bender even cracks a, an age joke where he, once they oh, tubes, tubes <laughs> you're older than you said you were. Which is funny. I mean, as a guitar player, it's funny for me because I have to deal with that shit like every single day. And that shit's expensive as fuck now. Mm -hmm. Like, getting your tubes replaced is not an inexpensive undertaking for an obsolete technology. But they're fun. It all kind of sucks, this end. All kind of sucks until Leela's running out of oxygen and she's mad at Fry and won't listen to him and he just... Unhooks his oxygen and gives it to her. As a martyr. Aww. It's very romantic because she leaves him breathless. That wouldn't fit on a conversation heart. That's some total bullshit. No, because it gets narrow as it goes down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it would ha- I mean, like. It would be, have to be like breathless. <laughs> yeah. You leave I, me. I like the carbonated logic matrix. That was just sort of an interesting thing. But it's also one of those like, how would that even work? How did she win free admission to Six Flags <laughs> on one of the carbonated <laughs> Logic Matrix cans? Well, you've never... Do they still do that? They did that. I mean, they, they did, used, but yeah. I'm, I'm saying how did... If it was a no. carbonated Logic Matrix... You know how you win been... things from Pop? You open it up, and there's a code, and then you have to go online and Sign put in all your information, bullshit. and yeah. then you put in this code. Not back then. No, no, I know. Back then. You, you drink it, and then you see at the bottom... Yeah, but it, it used to be it would just be printed on the bottom, or mm-hmm. so you know, it'd be printed inside the can. It wouldn't yeah. be a code because there's no code. That's what to I mean. Redeem. Yeah, you no. had no way of doing it. Yeah, then you take that can to wherever it was. No internet. The golden goat. You take the can to the golden goat and cash it out for the four cents it was worth. Are there still golden goats? What's a golden goat? Are you serious? Oh, I thought it was just another goat reference. Yeah, no. Me too. <laughs> no, it's, it's a goat that eats cans, actually. They were they were these um compacting machines that they'd set up. Like you know, you know, you go now and then in the church parking lot, there's a recycle bin, you throw all your paper in there and shit. Well, this would be something where you'd take your cans into the golden goat and you'd you know put your cans in it would compact them. And then based on the weight of the cans that you put in, it would pay you money. Weird. It was like a reverse vending machine. <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah. But I remember glass bottles. Mm-hmm. That makes me super old, I guess. Not if you live in a state that cares about the environment. Okay. Was that Ohio? They did it in Ohio for a while, but it was only like <laughs> Cotton Club and RC. But like, you know, California and... Uh, you just threw it in the ocean with a note in it, right? You can if you're Sting. <laughs> but 
you know, there's states that do like the deposit and then you take the, take them back and you get them. And actually I just had a, a friend of mine uh, who lives in Southern California was coming back across the border and they checked his car for empty bottles <laughs> because apparently like that's a thing now where it, you know, it was like a Seinfeld episode gag where, where uh, Newman and Kramer were going to take the mail truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's illegal now. Like You can't drive bottles across state lines. It was illegal then. To cash them in. <laughs> well, you know, Kramer had a way of skating from that sort of stuff, but, but it's still, uh, I think it wasn't necessarily illegal. It was just, uh, Improbable, impractical, mm. wasn't it? That's why they had the whole like the mail truck. They had they had because there was an extra run mail truck, yeah. But um, yeah, the Golden Goats were like it was like Coinstar, but with uh, <laughs> you know trash. Cans. Yeah, that Stash should have put one of those. There's actually a goat house. there eating Inside. the cans, Inside. and then it yeah. would poop out your change. Mm -hmm. It's like a robot goat. Sometimes, if you put enough in, it would say bad. Those wouldn't smell. <laughs> Oh, they smelled a lot. Oh, the robot goats? Yeah, because they were full of stinky cans. Oh. Um, Damn. So did, is the takeaway at the end of this that um, even though they theoretically turned everything off before they melded personalities, Bender got a little bit of her code? Or was he just joking? I couldn't tell. I thought the same thing. I'm not sure. Would you even like know? Full like, house moment? Yeah. We just got a are little bit. Are you saying that like every relationship you're in leaves a little bit with you? Is that what you're trying to get? No, at? I've never taken anything that meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did see a, a John Stamos art show this weekend, but I did not. Uh, Wait, is it his art? No, it's art featuring him. Oh, okay, yeah. that's fine. That's better. Right? No. <laughs> I don't know which I, don't I would really prefer. Know. I don't know either. He's not a big he, fan of celebrity art. He makes but. things out of hair and yogurt. <laughs> Yeah. Oikos, right? Is that his brand? <laughs> or is it Faye? I don't eat yogurt, but... You know. You should. It's good for you. I don't Dairy is not good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yogurt's one of the five foods I hate most. I don't really like it either. Just like the texture, the fruit on the bottom. His gag. I've got some in the fridge. We <sighs> could make an art project out of it. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Uh, but I think at the end... So, oh, we've stretched this into a weird places too. Um, this the whole Zoidberg narration of the end when they create the love radiation. Yeah, so they they didn't want to clean up all those candy hearts in the ship. So Leela said that she had a lazier idea, <laughs> which is unusual <laughs> for her too. Instead of having a better idea, she has a lazier idea, and it all they just dump it into space, and it uh, creates love radiation. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> just that whole. That whole thing, it was just beautiful. <laughs> Except and it destroyed two gangster planets and a cowboy world. <laughs> but but then the only planet it could get to safely without destroying everything was Earth, and it looked beautiful. It was more of these amazing graphics. And it only could have been better yeah. if it had been Valentine's Day. Oh, wait, it was? <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> wait, what? It was? Hooray. Yeah, I, I've been trying to decide after seeing this, because he said it a couple times now, whether I prefer Zoidberg saying robot or hooray. And I think hooray, like like robot is like my third favorite Zoidberg word after hooray and sandwich. Language. <laughs> and, and I imagine that list will probably get longer. Robot's, robot's the, the obvious one, but, but just he's, when he's excited, it, he's so full of joy when he's joyful. 
you know, like when he has the delicious clothing earlier. He's just, <laughs> he's just so happy. And it's wonderful. Um, yeah, so I, I guess the general consensus is is a pretty good episode, but maybe weak finish. It's Except for the Zoidberg. The Zoidberg and then Fry saving Leela is touching. But I just don't like the whole uh, Bender Planet Express. Yeah, we get it. You're small minded, Tom. It's fine. Um, Not in my house. (laughs) (laughs) What what if you got home and Mike was like curled up in the living room with a boat? He's he's got a canoe. He's just hugging it with a big smile on his face. What would you do then when it was, you know, you had to live with it in your house? Would you become accepting? Would you be like, no, Mike, this is more than I can stand. Get out. I'm trying to think of something that I could do that wouldn't come off as racist (laughs) but funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'd burn a paddle in the yard. I don't know. Uh, Anyways. Oh, dear. That's that's a lot to take in. Right. I kind of want to make make it happen <laughs> um well thank you for coming on the show again sarah thank you you're you're at this point uh, after a three-peat the the next apparent step up is either guest host or oh. you're in contention for our first four-peat guest so we'll oh, have to figure goodness. that out yeah I maybe, catch maybe we'll, up. we'll never call you again that's okay that's Oh, oh, <laughs> that's happened. okay. Yeah. Fine. But let's just delete this now, Tom. I thought. Oh, okay. I was just trying to play it off, you know. But well, you can't. You can't seem too needy. Right. It looked, it looked very bad on the ship. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I don't want to be one of those needy women. <laughs> no, God, they're everywhere. <laughs> the worst. Um, is there anything that uh, you'd like people to find you doing on the internet or other places? I didn't think so. I think we're we're about a week out from this coming out. So if there's a, or two weeks, this will come out in two weeks. If there's any sorts of events or anything you're participating in or you'd like people to frequent. I don't believe that there's anything that I'm doing because I'm very exciting. Sometimes the air of mystery is exciting. <laughs> so it's up to you. Just the, the regular old stuff where you put, uh, didn't you take pictures of albums or something? Oh, yeah, labels, labels. Okay. Can you explain what that is again? Because I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> uh, it's, my, it's my secret Instagram page. Not anymore. Well, but. yeah, but uh, that uh, it's just pictures of labels, designs. Oh, what kind of labels? Just record labels. labels. Okay. So like the, so. the little stickers in the middle? Yeah, it or? just depends on, because, uh, you know, there's like obvious ones like RCA and like whatever but mm-hmm. then there's like smaller companies that have more interesting logos sure sure that you know because they care yeah it's not just a big record album right um and then do you have any other accounts you've plugged stuff before just if people wanted to find you and if you don't want them to find you anymore that's fine that's a that's an instagram account labels yes. labels it's uh on instagram and it's a label underscore labels okay and it's 
uh, just pictures of labels. Do you have a uh, <laughs> link to... Very exciting. <laughs> do you have a link to videos of people throwing up conversation hearts or anything? I don't. You know, actually, I don't... I, I don't talk to that Julie anymore. So, Julie, if you're listening, reach out. Yeah. Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's a video, so... I know. And it was done in, like, the 90s, so it would have been, like, the analog. 90s, I was and, in college in the 2000s. Really? Yes. God damn it, I'm old. <laughs> um, it was actually the, the movie The Ring, that video was the <laughs> <laughs> source of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Just somebody, <laughs> it's conversation hearts like sticking to the lens. It's like oh. a sketch comedy you guys are writing right now. Oh, we have so many good ideas that we don't do anything with ever. Because <laughs> we never remember them. For some reason, there was a way we could write them down or record them. <laughs> with, with, I wonder how that would work. Yeah, without exerting any effort whatsoever after the fact. Someday. Yeah, someday. Mm, the technology will meet your demands. I, God, I hope so. I want to marry a ship someday. Hey, don't invite Tom to your wedding. I, I won't. I won't go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and nor will I make your wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that one would go to the Supreme Court, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, we can be found at slurmcast.com. Uh, we are on Facebook, we're on Twitter and Instagram at SlurmcastPod. We can be emailed at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. You can call, text, or uh, leave voicemails at 216-438-1077. Um, is that everything? We have a shirt, t-shirt shop on TeePublic, um, which is full of neat and fun Futurama designs. And if you buy shirts from that, then we'll get a little bit of money to help with the high production value you've come to expect. There's got to be something else. Am I forgetting something? Rate and review on iTunes. Probably that, too. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Tell us how much you used to like the show and how much you hate it now. Yeah. We, we'd love hey. to respond in a reasonable uh, way. Um, you know, sometimes Uh, uh, d d don't forget to neuter and spay your pets. I already stopped the uh, recording. <laughs>